Yo, yo, what up, what up? It's OC, part of the DITC Immortals, and you're rocking with the Tissue and the J podcast, the voice for hip hop conservation through conversation. So respect, he holds his ear. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Oh, this is Tissue and the Tape. People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Philmatic, Davis Backless, Gandhi, Hip Hop 365. You know the time is the tissue and the tape. Adjust my tally and twine and design the great metaphors that are rape like cosplay. To lead conventions to display my conviction upon day. MCs are rhythm and bit in peace like Gandhi. Four seat at the table getting milk, salon eight. No hunger strikes or kicks in tight spaces. Just sick lyrics to elevate and physically separates us. You can debate us, but get your weight up. We'll wait and meditate since we are great with patience. What's the diagnosis? We are great with patience and pop is contagious worldwide, but you're racist. This back with Davis, Phil, there's no basis Cause tissue in the tape makes America the greatest From beatboxing on slave ships Till we six feet in a box in a grave dip We raise this culture, culture. Born to debone these vultures Picking the brains of the youth mumbling that insults us I post up with the rap radar That gets me vexed when he uplifts trash Like Charles S, that's complex Wait, I can read between the lines It's not hate to suggest they don't need to rhyme We just take it back Or rather choose to rewind When heat holders in the back of the twines And defenses the bond Jack's Beastly, Native Son, it's the faculty first. Uh. Recording live from somewhere, it's the world's famous TITT, his home team in the motherfucking house. No question. Right before this, did you really know what live was? It is the world famous Tissue in the Tape podcast, and I'm Davis Backwards. And state your name, gangsta. Philmatic365, aka uh, in one man. <laughs> <laughs> man, shout to everybody out there that's excited for this time of year. The NBA season is back, uh, NFL is in full swing, college is in full swing, but more importantly, Philmatic, uh, we're heading into the fourth quarter. A lot of important releases that have come out uh, this year already, but there's a few more that are on the docket, man. We we had uh, a friend and, and uh, definitely uh, you know uh, a guy that we uh, definitely are big big fans of. Torre just come out with a, uh, a EP with praise. Salute to him for uh, for yeah, checking out my life uh, coach. <laughs> that's right <laughs> for, for rocking out with us for uh, episode uh, 203 that you can now uh, get anywhere where you uh, stream your. Uh, podcast and listen to us, but um, we had a conversation with him and Philmatic. Without any further ado, please tell the people who we're about to talk to right now. Yo, man, um, you you know we do this for the uh for the people, and one of the people that we get asked about it the most uh is rocking with us tonight. Uh, one of the people that we've been asking to talk to the most is rocking with us tonight. Uh some of the best work we've heard since we've been doing this show was done by this gentleman uh when i when i tell you this is the home of the mc but tonight we're gonna we're gonna put that title to the side <laughs> right now this this is this is the spot for the producer man because you can't have a party without the dj that's right as a great man once said so without further ado 
one of the best producers in the world, excluding nobody. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm proud to say, rocking with the heat holders tonight, Apollo Brown, let's go. He's just one man, don't make him sound like a goddamn army. Yo, yo, you guys are far too kind. Far too kind. <laughs> no, man, that's you, brother. I don't know what to say, man. I appreciate it, though. No, we appreciate you definitely take some, taking some time out to talk to us and, uh, you know, just have a conversation with us. Again, uh, as Phil said, man, we, we're elated to, to get a chance to break bread with you. Um, right. Phil, I'm going to let you start it off, man. We'll get right into it. Yeah, hey, man. Um, I, I don't know where to start, man. Uh, grandeur, ugly heroes, blasphemy, trophies, the brown tape. I mean, woo, Mona Lisa, no question. Uh, hey, man, if you don't work, you don't eat, man. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, that's right. But, uh, hey, what we do, we, we, we're big Marvel uh, comics guys. We, we, we all about that, uh, that superhero life. And we look at hip-hop. Hip-hop is our Marvel universe. So we like to ask everybody we talk to, what's your origin story? How'd you get bit by that radioactive spider that, that brought you into uh, hip-hop? Man, I mean, you know, I guess it's just one of those things, man, where you, you listen and you listen and you listen and you get tired of listening. You just want to be a part of it, man. You want to you you, you kind of dive in and make yourself a part of it, man. And, um, I've always listened to music and, and, and kind of overanalyzed the music, especially hip hop. Um, I've always listened to beats and I've always separated the drums from the music and, you know, figured out how they did this and this and that and whatever. And this was before, you know, even thinking about making beats, it was, you know, really enjoying the music, but I couldn't enjoy it the way I wanted to. I couldn't just listen to it for what it was. Um, I just had to overanalyze and I always did, man. And just trying to figure out what they did to make that sound, make it, you know, it was just, I had to be a part of it, man. I wanted to be a part of it. So that's what it was, man. And, and, and I think what really, really got me to be like, all right, man, this is, this is it. Um, probably main source, main source. Um, shout out to extra P. Absolutely, man. Um, Breaking Adams, man, was probably the one right there that that kind of did it, man. Looking at the front door was kind of like it was everything to me, man. So um, that's a I great would, place I, to I, start. I would definitely credit credit that album, man, for making me want to kind of get involved. Nice. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, that that's uh, for for those who aren't aware. Uh, Breaking Adams. Uh, it's a certified masterpiece, uh, a five mic classic, and that is the debut of one of our guys, one of our favorite people, uh, a man named uh, Nasir Jones. So uh, do yourself a favor, Absolutely. Absolutely. definitely check that out. So, a large pro man, he's, I mean, and all, of, I mean, he taught everybody how to, how to how to make beats, man. It was, you know, whether whether it was physically or whether it was uh, just in spirit, man. Like myself, it was like, yo. He was either, you know, a teacher or, you know, inspiration. Nice. Have you ever, have you ever met him? I have met him. Yeah, yeah. He came out to uh, a release party of mine that I had in New York for uh, for Blasphemy. He was I out see. there and he kind of guest DJed, man. And uh, I met him then. And um, cool dude. Good dude, man. Just everything I expected. 
So speaking of origin stories, so like just a little thing about our show. Um, so Phil and I are old college roommates. Work. And, um, you know, we, we basically like discovered that we like the same music, like, but it's different though, right? So like you hear people talk about how they like love hip hop or they love rap, but like Phil and I discovered like, not only do we love it, we live it much how you were talking about, like how you just immerse yourself in it. Absolutely. But, one of, the, one of the things that we found out that we had in common, of course, besides like Nas and Tribe and like, you know, just like everybody else was the fact that pretty much our favorite, like one of our heroes was, was John Austin from, you know, <laughs> Razzcast. And, you know him um, well. You know him well. And yeah. uh, it's just funny just because when we started this show, uh, initially we were doing a blog. Uh, we did that for a couple of years and we decided to do a podcast. And literally the first guest that we actually had on the show was Raz, and um, at the time he was talking about this project that he had coming out and um yeah. you know he couldn't really get into it but he was like trust me if, if you're rocking with me since day one you're you're i'm this is gonna you know knock your socks off you can't believe who i you know i'm doing this album with um he's like i'm having a little bit of difficulty right now because we're trying to figure out what to name it yeah, yeah, yeah. i want to name it one thing but you know, he's like, I, you know, he's like, I'm built for the controversy. Like, that's what I've been doing my whole career. Yeah, so, no, we was we was both like we, yeah. we wanted to name it that one thing. And, yeah. Uh, but we we got a little backlash from. Right. The, uh, the online uh, distributors, man. Yes, and, that's what he said. You know, we didn't want to. We didn't want to, you know, kind of ruin our own, you know, we wanted to be able to put it out wherever we wanted to, right. you know, to the masses. And and if we would have done that, there was a lot of online distributors that were like, yo, we're not gonna, right. we're not gonna distribute this. Yeah. And I'm, I know how to play the game. I'm like, all right, man, you know, it is what it is. I'm not gonna be, it's kind of like Nas and the, and the N-word album. Right. right? Yeah. Like one of those things where, you know, you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot. You want to give yourself the best fighting chance possible. Exactly. So we changed the name. And, and I mean, it was it was appropriate. Like when you look at what it was probably going to be, and at least what the the song title was, and you look at like what the actual ended up being. I mean, some people look at it as that phrase blasphemy, what it could have been, and then yeah. also you know just um, the content in there was just so heavy that um you know it just worked all along. So I, I think it worked out. Um, I'm glad you guys were able to actually find something that was still fulfilling to yourself without compromising. You know, yeah. that, that's key. And the illest part, I bought the album and the the, the thing you wanted to name it, there's a big star right next to it because <laughs> one of the songs had yeah. that name. So yeah. they, they, they not only did they, okay, you didn't name it that, but then they highlighted it. So it's yeah, like, yeah. Which I thought was pretty funny. It was the very first thing I saw on on, on the screen. And people, you know, they they um they read that title and and they automatically think one thing, not knowing that what we're talking about in that song and and what we're talking about as a whole regarding that name is not what they think it is. It's yeah. more so how society is being played out right now. What we're doing to kill God off, right? Exactly. You know and, and, and the, the things that us as a society in the schools, in the workplace, um, just period, are doing to kill God off. You yeah. know, and he's explaining that in the song and he's yep. explaining that throughout the album. 
and uh, people they just take that title and they're like, oh man. So what do you got to do? You get a knife and a gun, and then you just go right. and put. Yes, yeah, like no, man, that's not what we're talking about. But you know, whatever. But but I I have to tell you about that album. This is the same thing I told Raz after when when he, when he was on the second time. I was like, I love everything that he's ever done. That's that's the best project that he's ever had to complement his skill set in wow. terms of beats and rhymes. And that's not taking away anything from the other guys. But one of the things that one of the reasons why I enjoy your music. Your music is tailored to whoever you're working with. It, it, I don't know if that's by design or if it just that's how it works, but everything seems to fit that person exactly. So the beats that you selected for Raz, they they fit his skill set perfectly. Like the pockets and everything, how he he bobs and weaves and the metaphors yeah. and changing up the flow, everything. This is like uh, H2O. So that's... I think I think I think I trick you into thinking that. Mm. The only only way I say that is because I don't really I don't really cater to the MC. Um, what I try to do is I, I prefer to make the MC as uncomfortable as possible, and uh, kind of not make them cater to me. But this is this is as the producer, it's my show. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and as any producer, whether it's Pete Rock, whether it's Premier, whether it's Dr. Dre, if you're gonna produce an album, produce the album. You know what I'm saying? It's not, all right, I'm gonna send you 50 beats. You pick the beats out of, no, 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 no. I craft the sound that I want for the album. I might send off 20 joints for a 15 song album. We got a window of five joints that, that's like, all right, this is, but as a producer, I'm gonna produce the album. This is the sound I'm going for. This is the sound I want. Um, that's just it. I mean, I think that there's a lot of producers out there that are scared to produce the album and, and come up with a sound that they want for the album. And, and, and so they're catering to the MC and that's cool. You know, you can cater to certain things and, and especially the legends who are used to certain things and certain sounds. But at the end of the day, you have to be a producer and you have to produce the record. You have to produce the album from front to back, period. And you have to make sure it sounds good. You have to follow through after the MC's said and done, after he gets out the booth and flies back home and chills, it's on you now. So, you know, you have to continue the process of mastering and, you know, mixing, mastering and, and pre-mixing and, and doing whatever else you got to do and crafting the sound and, 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 and how, you, how you want the album to come off to the listener. So I don't necessarily cater to the MC um, I have in mind a past or, you know, I definitely do my research um, before I uh, before I work with somebody. And uh, but what I like to do is kind of find out what's missing in, in their catalog. You know what I'm saying? And, and um, whether it's uh, a sound, whether it's uh, a concept, I just I like to find out what's missing and try to try to fill that void. But um, all in all, man, I'm giving them me. I'm giving them who, you know, quintessential Apollo Brown. And it just so happens to fit. And it just so happens to sound good with that MC. And I think it I think it has to do with the type of type of artist I pick to work with. And I don't I don't work with artists I don't respect and I don't work with artists I'm not a fan of. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't work with artists that I have to babysit on the mic. 
I'm not a rapper. I shouldn't have to tell you how to rap. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? So nice. um, that's just, you know, I, I, I work with everybody I work with. I respect as an MC or an artist and I respect them as a human, as a person. So, you know, that's 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 kind of first and foremost, really. Um, but no, and I don't really care. It just it just kind of I think it tricks your ears, man. I, I think uh, I'm giving you Apollo Brown and they, they just fit well with it. To, to keep it Detroit a little bit, it's only right that we do it. Um, That's it. Uh, the analogy that we came up with, and Phil just alluded to it, but to keep it Detroit, it was like Barry Sanders with like the the Dallas Cowboys offensive line from like the 90s. That's exactly. That's how we felt when we listened to it because it was like all those years that Raz was, you know, like he, he's worked with legends in, in, in his with, own right from Battle Cat. With tight end. But, but you know what I'm saying? But the like this. Line, playing exactly, the running shoot. Exactly. You know, with Scott Mitchell back there. But this this was this was oh, like. You hit me in the heart right now. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that, that's our error. We, we right with you, man. First, First of all, first of all, we, we don't we don't we don't take too kindly to Emmett Smith around these parts, man. <laughs> oh no, neither, neither one of us. Uh, neither, neither one of us either. And, um, neither, neither one of us either. You know, we we, are, we around these parts know for a fact that Barry Sanders is the greatest running back, no he's not the greatest no player of all time. No question. And, uh, and he did everything for himself. He created every hole. He <laughs> sideways more than he ran. It, forward and backwards. Yeah, it was definitely um, one on eleven uh, in, a, in a lot of those games. Yeah, yo, if if uh, Barry had the line that Emmett Smith had, yes. he would have thirty thousand yards rushing. Exactly. He still, still be scoring touchdowns right there. But, but Phil, we, we, we say the same thing about Raz though too. Like if Raz, yeah, exactly. If Raz had Apollo Brown, yeah. Um, if y'all were like a gang star, like, oh my god! Like if, oh, if you god. met Raz in like nineteen ninety six. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's this, so, yeah. This, this would be a whole different world. Yeah. yeah. No, if, if if I if I met a lot of these cats in in the earlier mid nineties, man, my bank account would be a little bigger than it than it is. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, that, that, that's that's one hundred percent true. But I mean, just as far as like his trajectory. Yeah, yeah. Totally different. Like they, yeah. they no, I'll tell you. We, we know where he stands as far as the MC, but it would be no denying it by anybody because a lot of people don't don't know a lot of his work and a lot of people just kind of dis- just kind of play it all because he didn't have that one mega hit like a lot of his contemporaries but yeah, we know yeah, what yeah. it is so thank you to you for <laughs>
murder the map. Master Masons learned who God is, giving them gats, addicting to crack. Poverty, miseducation, plague, oh Lord, this is how to kill God. Yeah, yeah, what's up, y'all? This is your boy, Brad Cash, and you are now tuned into Tissue on the Tape on the War Room Sports Podcast Network, the new voice of hip-hop, Hip-Hop 365. Yeah, because man, we would we would like the the dudes. I mean, that's where the whole heat holder thing came from. We were the torchbearers, like, yo, listen to these dudes, man. But but yo, that's crazy. Yeah, he, has a, he has a new album coming out. I mean, he has a uh, what Soul on Ice uh, two coming out. Yeah, yeah. and um, I did the the uh, title track to that Soul on Ice. Uh, I was kind of my take on uh, on the Diamond D remix, man, and, oh, and we kind of we, we did it with the same sample and. Just kind of made it a little grittier and grimier, and uh, hold on, hold on, grittier. <laughs> oh man, yeah. like, you, you you must have been literally in the studio with a ski mask on and like like some Tim's. It was a little like, a little grittier, man. So that's yeah. the only way you could have made it's it. Gonna it's gonna be oh, dope. I can't wait. Yeah, no, Raz, Raz is the man, man. Raz is, you know. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the homie Raz, man. Um, absolutely. Yeah, but 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 today is about Apollo Brown, man. Like Raz already know how we feel about him. Today today's about you and your work, man. Um, we we actually we we got a lot to talk about. Uh, we we you know your time is precious, so we're gonna try to get through these questions here. We want to start first of all. Um, we're big proponents of of uh, gentlemen like yourself, fathers, husbands, family guys like us. Like taking care of themselves and like anybody that follows you knows like over the past eight weeks i mean you've seen somewhat of a, a transformation talk to us about that man just about uh you know that health is wealth piece that that you're kind of going through right now and what you oh, man um i mean you know just i looked up one day and i was fat as hell man and i'm just like yo this is this isn't a good thing you know my, my dad has uh diabetes man it runs through my family and it's something i'm trying to miss man you know and something I'm trying to uh, kind of uh, avoid. And um, I looked up and I was like 270 pounds and I'm like, come on, man, what, what am I doing? You know what I'm saying? And I can't be like that, man. I can't be out here like that, especially when I used to be fit and I used to be, you know, I'm an athlete and I'm still an athlete. I still play, play sports and um, I was always pretty, pretty in shape. I was always a stocky guy, but I was always in shape, man. And to let myself go like that, man, especially, I, you know, I got a beautiful wife and kids who need me and, and, and uh, who, who depend on me. And, um, you know, my kids want to play and, you know, I'm not trying to be all tired and stuff when I want to play with my kids, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to stand next to my wife walking down the street looking good with her, man. And, you know, she, she she's making me look like the dude who, you know, everybody looks and be like, oh, he must be a really nice guy because <laughs> how, how did he get her type thing, man? And I ain't trying to be that, man. I ain't trying to be the guy that they're like, oh, he must be really funny yeah. or, or or he must be a really nice guy. Yeah. But nah, man, I want to, you know, I want to stand next to her and her be proud of uh, standing next to me, that's you know, and, uh, you know, the, just the, that's the physical aspect, man. But it's it's a mental thing too, man. For for the last few years, man, my, my self esteem, man, has been null and void, dude. Like I mm. I look in the mirror and I'm just like, you know, it ain't only women that got self esteem issues, man. For sure. Too. So, you know, I don't I don't really uh, you know uh, feel myself. Only only thing I'm really confident in is 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 making beats, man. I'm, everything else is just kind of like. 
my self-esteem i've always been the type of dude to sit back in the you know in the back of the room with my hat low man and just kind of hoping nobody sees me type thing man and and i'm still like that but um you know so i'm just i'm just trying to i'm just trying to build my self-esteem a little bit man trying to look a little better trying to feel a little better my joints was hurting my, yeah. my lower back was hurting but what'd you do um you know I, for the first six weeks man i did i did crossfit um and i was real real strict with my diet man so i was uh i cut out everything man i was like i cut out about 90 percent uh carbs um, probably 60% sugars, man. And then, and then I cut my food intake in half. Um, and then I was doing, I was doing CrossFit for real hard for about six weeks. And then from that point on for the last, what, four weeks or so, um, I've gotten back into the gym and, and I'm, I'm kind of on my own regimen, um, with, uh, cardio and, and, and picked up the weights again, get my strength back. Um, and I'm still on, you know, I'm not as strict as I was with my diet because before I was, I was losing like five pounds a week, man. Now I'm, I'm cool if I lose one to two pounds a week, man. I'm yeah. not, uh, I'm not trying to do it all crazy like I was. Um, but you know, I just, I'm, I still cut out the carbs and the sugars, man. And I'm drinking nothing but water, man. I, I you know, I cut out pop almost two years ago and, uh, but I was still drinking like juices and stuff like that, which they're kind of equally bad for you. Right. Um, but I cut out the juices and stuff, man. And you know, I'm, I'm pretty much just drinking water right now, cut out carbs, cut out sugars. Um, and like I said, I cut my, my food intake in half. And that's, now it's just because I've trained my stomach. Now, if I want to kill a pizza, I can't kill a pizza because I get full really, really fast. So I've kind of trained my stomach, you know, into, like yo, you these two pieces and you're good, man. Like, you know, I'm not overstuffing myself anymore, and my portions are smaller, and it's just a, I don't know, man. Just trying to stay disciplined, you know what I'm saying? And and you know, as long as I'm losing, I'm feeling better, and my my clothes are fitting better. Nice. And, uh, you How know, do you feel? And I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling I'm feeling better, man. You know what I'm saying? I can I can bend over and put my socks on, man, and. You know, I, can, I my my back doesn't hurt as much anymore. My knees don't hurt as much anymore, man. I, I feel a little lighter and nimbler, you know, um, when I'm when I'm playing, you know, because I play softball twice a week, and uh, so when I'm when I'm running for the ball or I'm running the bases, man, I feel a little bit better. And I don't know, man. Just I think I'm gonna feel better up on stage. And um, it was just a life choice I had to make, man, because like I said, man, diabetes runs hard in my family and um blood high blood pressure and high cholesterol stuff like that man it's just something i don't want man i don't want to deal with any of that man so i, I still got a little bit ways to go i still want to lose like 20 more pounds man and kind of keep it there but um just trying to just trying to get healthy man well it's, it's been a great inspiration for those of us that follow you and you know salute to you for definitely putting Absolutely. it out there sometimes it's tough to you know, it's easy to put the you know the, the the weight joint that's like you know 38 pounds less but it's it's hard to put yourself out there like all right you know i want you guys to hold me accountable or i'm gonna put this out there so that i hold myself accountable yeah when yeah. first yeah. put that first scale joint on there it's like all right let's see where this goes yeah, and, yeah. you know to, to see the progression and all that like that's really motivating so again yeah salute to you for that all right man i appreciate it no doubt um phil so we we're going to talk about more uh we talked about we touched on sports a little bit obviously you know uh representing uh detroit there oh detroit um, everything 
I, like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, man. But you know, okay, because okay, because you're 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 from a city that has four for four, like like Phil's from Philadelphia, so he's got four for four, but he's only about two for four right now. So yeah, um, so you 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 you're Red Wings, like I mean, you probably you know. I mean, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a huge hockey guy, man. Um, yeah. you're, you're from Hockey Town, though. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it just it doesn't do much for me, man. But Red Wings, Blackhawks, man, pretty much. Uh, okay. You know, that's 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 about it. it. When it comes to, to okay. hockey, I definitely respect it. I respect the the club absolutely, yeah. man. Red Wings. And, 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 and the, the Tigers hat players. is, I mean, that's like that represents your city. That represents you know where you're from. That's that's iconic. Absolutely. Um, the Lions. You mentioned that. You know, obviously the Lions. You know. I mean, you know, it's it's really 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 hard to be a Lions fan, man. Um, <laughs> I'm a Lions fan, but. They give you an ulcer, bro. They give you a heart attack, man. I mean, we'll, we'll be like, I, I, I bet we'll make we'll make the playoffs one year, and then we'll come back the next year and be zero and sixteen, man. Like, come on, man. That's crazy. Oh. You know, it's it's with the same squad. You know, that's <laughs> that, that's what makes it worse, man. It's like, yo, it's the same squad. Like, there's even nothing even changed. <laughs> that's great. That's crazy. I didn't even think about that, but. When you when you said you was gonna be your hair, I was like I was like I, I found something because I I was like I thought I thought you might get a kick out of this. One of the things that uh a good a good guy uh, Megatron sent to me uh got nice. yeah from uh from uh, Megatron uh when when he uh broke the receiving record. So yeah. they 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 sent they sent these out. That was uh I was like man uh Detroit like he's synonymous with the city. In terms of it's like they'll be playing though, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he should still be in the league for another four years. Oh, easily. That's you that's know? what I wanted to ask you yeah. about though, because like But that's like they, they it's like it's like being buried, man. You get burnt out, man. You can't you're playing your one season is like three seasons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the as hard as you play with the Lions, your one season, your sixteen games is is it's like playing double, man. It's 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 crazy. So you you're literally dog years, man, when you're playing with the Lions, man. You're as, not... as a fan of the Lions, do you think that the ownership, do you think they don't necessarily care about winning as much as they care about, you know, the bottom line and making sure that the arena's filled up? I mean, just like, just like any front office, man, it's a business, bro. That's that's what they care about. They care about, it's the bottom line, man, the numbers, man. And, and I mean, what can you say? That's, I can't really, you know fault them for that that's their job that's the business you know it, it's it's just like this just like this industry man just like music it's turned into a business before music man it's, it's definitely a business first then music and um gotcha. i mean i would almost say it's probably 60 40 business music man you know what i'm saying and, and that's kind of how that's how the league is man you front office that's that's what they're supposed to care about they're supposed to care about the bottom line and and bringing uh you know patrons into the into the stands man and you know what i'm saying and making sure that they're happy obviously one of the things that's making to make sure the fans are happy is having good players and winning football games but i mean you know whether we win or lose we'll always be here and, and we ain't going nowhere see that's what i think they kind of bank on that 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 loyalty and that love for the for the team and what it look represents. Browns, man. Look at look at Cleveland. Yeah. Bro. Like the Browns, like they they are horrible, bro. They've been horrible <laughs> for years, man. But 
their, their fans don't go nowhere, bro. Their fans are loyal as hell. How many Thanksgiving games have you been to? I've been to a couple, man. It's been a while, though. It's okay. been a while. I went to a Vikings game, and I think I went to a Cowboys game. Okay. Uh, this was back in... Man, this was this was years ago, man. So, okay. did you ever see Barry play live? Absolutely, absolutely, nice. man. Yes, absolutely. That's that's one thing that I wish before, I could have had. Before, uh, that was before camera phones, man. So, <laughs> cell phone. Well, I don't know. I didn't have, I had my first cell phone until I was like seventeen. That was ninety-seven. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, man. You know, yeah, I've, I've definitely seen Barry play uh, live, man. Greatest uh, show on earth, right there. All right, so to just to can complete the uh, so uh, the Pistons, where where do you stand with them? I'm not really a Pistons fan, man. Not really. Uh, you know what? It, it's funny, man. I, I was growing up. I was a uh, Sonics fan. I was a Seattle SuperSonics fan. So yeah. I hear a lot of people say that. Uh, Mickey Facts. Mickey Facts. Yeah. yeah. I, I was a I was a huge Sean Kemp fan. Man. Same thing so, with him. Yeah, <laughs> that was his like favorite player. Same, ever. Like Sean Kemp and Gary Payton were the best tandem ever, and uh, to me, and Sean Kemp was my favorite player of, of all time. All right. That no, that number forty man is just und undeniable, bro. Right. Okay. Um, you, you likened uh, some of some of the, the like you said the front office to, and, and I, we say that all the time too to like some of the suits that are in position uh, as far as the music industry. Um. And, you know, like now, like as far as like uh, the, the business of music, uh, something, again, you know, Raz has talked about a lot. And a lot of the MCs that you work with actually, you know, including uh, uh, Big Poop, you know, um, guys that, you know, that that have really seen the ins and outs of the industry um, and is still making music in spite of some of the situations that they were in. Um, one of, the, one of the, the projects that we wanted to talk to you about was the Easy Truth. Or, We'd be remiss if we didn't talk yeah. about that. Just based off of the impact that it's had uh, since it's dropped, and um, just the way, um, like you mentioned, you, you look at um, Sky's catalog, and he has all these different projects that he's done. But you were trying to bring something else to the table um, that he may have not done before. Um, talk to us a little bit about that process, and um, more specifically, um, uh, which will lead into your your upcoming project. Talk to us about a couple dollars, man. That's one of our favorite joints. Yeah, in the past couple years. That's my wife's song. That was a, that was a, that was a great song, man. Um, just just that album period, man, was easy, bro. Like it was <laughs> it wasn't there was nothing hard about that album. There was really no thought process going into that album. <laughs> it was something we talked about before. We've toured before. We toured a couple times before, um, and. Um, you know, we've done songs and I did stuff with, you know, like Barrel Brothers and uh, they both, him and Tori, Sky and Tori both did a joint for me on the Grandeur album, man. And um, so we've worked and then, like I said, we've we've been in each other's presence and, and kind of chopped it up and became friends, man, on tour and uh, before that. So it's been talked about, you know, and, and when we did a couple songs together, man, like all the fans and you know everybody on twitter and, and instagram uh -huh. with people hitting us up like yo when y'all gonna do something together when y'all gonna do an album blah 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 and you know we had discussed it man but we just we couldn't carve out the time to really do it you know and finally man we just was like yo man let's 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 do it man i, I got the time and you know you're home you got the time let's let's uh let's knock this out man so we ended up doing it man and 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 my whole goal with that man it was funny because 
and 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 he did the same thing. Was we we just made we made each other uncomfortable, man. That's that was like important, man. It's like not to the point where you know it, we weren't uncomfortable as as people, but um, as an MC and as a producer, um, we tried to make each other uncomfortable with with the output, with what we wanted to what we what we wanted the other person to do or accomplish. So you know. Sky is Sky's used to real big, lavish, orchestral music beats, and you know, you know, working with somebody like Ill Mind, or you know, it, it just you're used to really big, you know. I don't know. When it comes to me, I'm super straightforward. My music is super straightforward. It's not as layered as other other producers' music is. Um, I guess my music is more focused on melody and chops and stuff like that, and. Uh, my drums are super simple. My drums have never been real intricate. They've always just been hard and they've always been, um, they always fit well. You know what I'm saying? I always made sure my drums fit well. They didn't have to be a certain pattern. They didn't have to be a certain, just all kinds of drums going on. Cause I always felt like too many drums takes away from the, in, just the integrity of the beat, the integrity of the music behind it. So my drums are always simple, man. And, but anyway, like even for this for this project, I, I pulled out the 808 kit. You know, I don't ever pull out the 808 kit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not an 808 kit type of dude. Um, I'm not a double time hi hat type of dude. But I pulled all that out for this for this project, and that was kind of my part of being uncomfortable. And and his part of being uncomfortable was more so. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do this, but I need you to rock over one of these gritty drumless joints. You know what I'm saying? One of these. These these looped up gritty drumless joints that you don't never you never rock over. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that, man. We just try to make each other uh, each other uncomfortable and, and, and kind of you know fit each other's mold, man. And, and that wasn't hard because we both have the same goal in mind, man. We both want to make good music and you know, we want to make not just good music, but relatable music and good stories and you know, good concepts and you know, just it give you give you the album that you deserve man and, and i think we did that you definitely did and um one of the things one of the big things that i always look at all of all the great albums they always have that that three song run if you look at any great album you'll always see that three song run where you where you like that's where you go to for yeah, if you can say like where where i want to start listening to this album in for for easy truth it was you know um couple dollars uh jordan the gold chain and then bosky out on the draw those those three right in a row like yo <laughs> that, that's like that's like triple right, seven right. Yeah. like like when, when you're on the slot machine you you hit the triple seven and they're three Damn, the totally gosh. different songs totally different vibes but they all drive home the same you know high quality beat high quality rhymes and they did they each give you a different kind of feeling it
giving a fuck I thought Jordans in a gold chain was living it up It still is, shit it still is Depending what you live in And I'm still in the sky, so do or die, still religion And Louboutin imprints, where bitches know the difference And diamonds are forever, so I'm still about a prism The now and the later, like you're sitting in the prism Or prison, depending on if you pronounce different Wait, it's a lot of lines, let me pull back the limits I mean, that's only half, like when I'm throwing up my rhythm But back to the soliloquy, like back to it literally Well, all of this is off of the back of the truest vision The sight shooting 20 for 20, cutting toes And the theme is calm minds and visits the Russian Jews Find me in calm minds and calm minds I check on my neck and my chicken palm is soft fried Just follow a tradition, baby Giving a fuck, I thought Jordan's in a gold chain Was living it up, like yo it is, ain't it? Word over here is that it is, ain't it? Well okay, cause I'm in mind now Giving a fuck, I thought Jordan's in a gold chain Was living it up, like yo it is, ain't it? That's my wife's uh, um, Jordan's in gold chains is, is my wife's uh, it's the second favorite because uh diamonds is her is her joint but um that's that's the song like every time it comes on she was like that's like when she when she i was yeah, like yo you need to hear some of these joints that's the one that got her into that whole album though that's what's up man yeah. it, i mean the good thing about i'm not gonna say the good thing about my music or, or whatever uh, no I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the good thing about my music is the three that you just named somebody else would name a whole different three so you know what I'm saying? Like, like I've never had an issue with, um, like if I were to, I were to put a tweet out right now and I would say, hey, what, what's your favorite joint on the album? Everybody would have a favorite joint. Mm -hmm. That's how you know you're doing, you're doing your job. To me, that's how you know you're doing the right, the right thing, and you're, you're doing, you're doing your job as a producer, um, and just as an artist. Period, man. When no, not everyone gravitates towards one song. You don't want an album that everybody just gravitates towards one song. Like, oh, that's my favorite song. That song right there, that one. Ah, man, you want everybody to have a favorite song, you know, a different favorite song on the album, man, because you want to make something for everybody. Everybody's ears, is, they're, they're different, man, and they're drawn towards something else. And when you can have everybody name something different on the album, and not just, not just the songs, but albums, man. I, I got like, what, 22, 23 titles, man. And if I were to say hey yo what's your favorite album man it's it's a different album <laughs> yeah. every time, man and you know even for myself like i can't name my favorite album it, it, it's really mood driven it, it really depends on how i'm feeling at the time yeah in that week you know what i'm saying but um and that's not definitely not tooting my own horn because there's a lot of producers out there like that man who who make good just good overall music man where you know there's no gravitational pull to just one song man it's it's every song you know and that you know that that's dope though i like that one of the, one of the things that i i one more thing i wanted to ask you about this uh the the, the stretching bob song now you're yeah. from detroit so you didn't, you didn't get a lot of stretching bob so i'm assuming that was that was sky's influence but tell me Absolutely. what that what that process was for actually yeah, making that song because as somebody that actually heard those when they were happening it felt like you know like 1995 it felt right. like i was up late on a thursday hoping the wind blow right to get the sound down the the, the, the Yo, field or, or get my cousin to send me a tape so yeah i mean and, and that's the only way that we really got to uh to hear that show is if people sent tapes our way man if there was a local um a local hip-hop shop man down the street man and um 
that would have those, those those tapes and stuff. I never really got them though, but so I never really I knew about the show, obviously, but I never really got the the privilege to to tune in while it was uh you know a thing. Um so in the process of making that song, um I did a lot of research, man. I probably went through like 20 hours of that show. Um not only just finding sound bites, but just listening to the show, man. I was just like, yo, this is incredible, man. I wish this was on the radio now. Like, this is incredible, man. You had everybody coming up to the station just to rock, man. And when they were nobodies, man, and turned into somebody's later on, it was just like, it's, it, it was it, it was crazy, man. Just to be a fly on the wall in that show, uh, would just, man, I, I, that was, that's hip hop legacy right there, man. And so, uh, that they're part of the reason why we do this. I mean, they were such an inspiration to us. Yeah, yeah. Know? But um, yeah, like, cause I was like, the way you captured, it, I was like, I was like, yo, how, how did? Cause it, I mean, it literally sounds like like if somebody didn't know who who you guys were, they would assume, but they knew who Stretch and Bob were. They would assume that that was uh, a dub <laughs> from. And that's that's and Bob. what we're trying to do, man. That's when I cut it and made it like that, and you know distorted it and and filtered it and just trying to make it sound as if we were in the studio and we were doing a live interview and it was time for uh for sky to do a do a freestyle over a beat even the beat like mm -hmm. yeah I, need, I needed the drums i needed the actual sample to sound like it was from 94. like everything needed to be that style you know the the style of 94 man so it was just you know putting that together was fun that's um, why you better than them <laughs> <laughs> that that's exactly why because it really felt like that man so shout out to you and, and, and to the homie sky man um uh, this is tissue in the tape you are rocking with the heat holders we are here with uh detroit producer uh extraordinaire apollo brown um vibe yo i mean apollo apollo like uh he's like the unofficial um soundtrack to the uh to the to the show i mean you're talking about you know he did joints with torrey he did a whole album with skazu uh who's a two-time guest torrey's a three-time guest raz has been on twice he got an album with him we had oc on we had planet asia on mm -hmm. i mean th this is yeah He's like I mean, the glue, connective tissue, right there. Yeah, man. Uh, I see those, those, those are all. Those are all. Uh, that's a that's a great lineup right there, man. So, yeah, you know yeah man. They're all very very respected artists, man. Respected MCs, man. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about Mona Lisa and um and No Question, since those yeah. are the ones for for 2018. Uh, let's start with, with with No Question. Um, Locksmith is someone who we've been you know champion for a while. Uh, Torch Baron. Yeah, definitely trying to get people to, to get familiar with him, um, yeah. you know, for a while. And then um, we just looked up one day on, on our Apple Music and he had like eight joints. We were like, wait, what? Like, how did that come about? You know what? I'm a, I'm a locksmith fan, man, obviously. And uh, he's one of the most, he's probably one of the most intelligent people I've ever met in my life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yo, Locksmith, Apollo Brown, yo, bear witness, the 
highest examination of litmus A verbal firebomb for whatever bible you lie upon A quiet storm via song, I alarm That rapper you feel for is a billboard for Viacom By and large, I try to dodge the bias strong Arm of opinions that barely follow entire songs I was wrong, decided to write a pious arm Tried to bias time, was tired and couldn't find the brawn Non-compliant soldier, I rap to a higher quota I am bolder, don't put me next to guys you hold up you can't compare a diacola to an ayatollah I invoke the type of foresight that they provided Noah No, I know no boundary, fuck the clownery Niggas be acting out so you wonder why there's a frown on me That's for all of the jealous niggas surrounding me Ignore my accolades but flinch at the very sound of me Badass, curly-headed and spoiled Tripped at Durant Square cause the drug dealers were royal Faux Louis V sweatsuit I couldn't soil Black medallion and a heavyweight belt made out of foil Fake is the face-to-face that I faced on a daily basis for people causing my blood to boil Fake is the reason they gave for instigating invasion Invading my father's country for oil Toil with the thought of complacency There's a hole in the vacancy in my soul So I responded with latency Lately I've been focused on more things in front of me Front of me if you wish till I put your bitch in a summary Some of these rap niggas resent what I've been doing Ruin the social norm, uniform the human You and your little fake ass social media babble Progressing us all back to chattel I know that I'm the difference maker The syncopator, I sense the favor you Journalists give the artist that's already with a major My major was African diaspora So my response is laughter Every time you quote a rapper I know the fascination begins With a lack of patience with pen And in fact you base it within So I'm back embracing my sins Back displaying my faults Only because I'm wiser A reservoir for balls Sprouted out of a geyser Self-guided, I felt slighted I dealt flies on windshields Pursuing your dreams could cost a lot Fantasies on how the bosses talk You know, exotic belts made from animal pelts Ocelot. I was taught better to cross the block Whether you lost or not Whether you weather it all and toss a thought If ever you watch the pot I've been prosecuted and profited from Now I just watch with an understanding And stand in my spot till it's done Yeah The way that he 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 puts his words, man. The things that he says, while he can he can deliver facts, while giving you intricate delivery, and just just the things he talks about, not even on the mic, man. Just stuff he talks about, like just in the studio or riding around the city or or, or over a over a sandwich, man. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he's just a, he's a super intelligent dude, very 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 smart, man. A good guy. Um, I was happy to do the project, man. It was. And I, I called him. I hit him up. I was like, "Yo, man, I'm a fan. I, I think this would this would sound nice, man. Let's do this EP real quick, man. Let's do something that uh we don't gotta take a long a lot of time on, man. Something we can get done real fast and, and get out to the public, man. Get out to the people. Um, he's just somebody that I wanted to work with, man. And I thought that what he would he would definitely compliment my style, and I would compliment his, man. So, um, that was a fun project. That was just again easy man i think him along with sky along with everybody i work with man it's just it's so natural and organic man and, and it's just easy to do man because we we just have that same goal in mind man and um you know nobody's fighting with each other nobody's like yo i want to do this but you want me to do that and no i want you to do this and yo let's do this instead nah man it just comes together so like I don't know, like perfect marriage, man. It's, it's nuts, man. And 
I've been lucky, man. I've been real lucky. Not everybody's been that lucky. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm counting my lucky stars, man. I'm keeping my, my fingers crossed, man, that it continues to be that that easy with the MCs and the artists that I work with in the future, man. But um, no, Locke is Locke is a monster, man. And people need to people we need to take heed, man. He, he's you know, you, you're not gonna step up to him on the mic, man. Period. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah, not. Um, another another gentleman that you could probably say that about. I mean, it, it, he's as uh, battle tested. I mean, seriously though, if you just look at, at what he's been through, uh, he's as battle tested and he's shown his true colors amongst some of the greats. From even just being in that camp with Dre to start off, to you know when he finally kind of made his his push uh, back on the East with um, you know with uh, you know the Bodega Chronicle. Like, I mean, you look at him now after all that he's been through and he, he has an album with apollo brown how did mona lisa come about uh, we're talking about joel ortiz um again man big fan uh joel is probably one of the just probably one of the best overall dudes i've ever met in the industry man he's he's you know he's a friend of mine you know it, I, i'm honored to call him a friend of mine man he's he's uh he's one of the funniest dudes you ever meet um, super goofy man, super down to earth. You know, not the not the Hollywood guy you think he was, or a lot of people would think he was, man. Um, you know, just real cool, man. He he comes from this, man. He comes from the down the down down here in the underground, man. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. And, exactly. You know, it, it just so happens he's he's uh, he's made it out. You know, and you know, he's still reaching down to little old me, man, and you know, letting me, uh, <laughs> let me make some beats for him, and um. You know that 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 was another thing, man. That was kind of like on me, man. I was like, "Yo," I hit him up and it's like, "Yo, let's 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 make this album, man. Let's make out. What are we doing, man? Come on, let's let's uh let's do something, man." Everybody always talking about y'all look like brothers, man. Y'all need y'all y'all in the same tribe, man. You know, it's like, all right, man, we in the same tribe. Let's make the same music real quick, man. And uh, you know, we put together this uh this album, man, Mona Lisa, man, and 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 again easy mm. easy and you know what i'm saying flew him out we uh we got in the studio knocked this out in a few days man and uh we've been making these classics in a few days man that's yeah. what all of them that's all of them we're making these classics in a few days it, it, it don't take months and months to make a classic man you just when you got like-minded individuals and, and and when you have the same goal in mind and you want to put together this relatable beautiful music man and me and him are the same age we're both 38. Sorry, I put you out there like that, bro. But hey, it's yo, all good, man. We we we, we the same. We the same boat, man. I'm yeah. I'm 39 by 38. <laughs> so we we pushing 40, man. And uh, it's time to make grown music, man. And 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 this album's a lot of grown music, man. And you know we're not children, and and we're not we're not teenagers, man. So you know my my music doesn't really cater to the teenagers, or even the early 20s, man. If they catch on, cool. But I kind of I, I make music for my generation, man, and um, you know that's kind of what that's what Mona Lisa is, man. It's, it's grown music. It's something that you can, um, you know, either either forget something to or remember something to. You know what I'm saying? And um, I try to make music that you can feel. I try to make music that that'll take you somewhere when you listen to it. You know, if I can't feel it, man, I don't want to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's whether it's hard or lifestyle, life type music, whatever. Either it, whatever it is, if I can't feel it, I don't want to listen to it. 
Well, yeah. well, one of the things that I definitely can say you that we felt that 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 knock when on Timberland up like that that's when you say you making music for us you definitely that that was for us I mean I felt like it again it felt like 1995 I like I would take a new pair of Tims and throw them in the mud and then put them on that's what that's what it felt like <laughs> That's the way you get Timberland up. Yeah, yeah. That's the way you get Timberland up. <laughs> Word up. That's the way you get Timberland up. That's the way you get Timberland up. Uh, if this was my first impression, I'd be not impressed. This generation held hands and skipped a lot of steps. Don't need a navvy to find these people that I address. I had rock aware in my dresser. These niggas rock a dress. Let's rewind to that play button that I would press. My walkman never hopped off my hip. I'm hip hop to death and seem to still be breathing. I ain't leaving till I'm out of breath. Wheezing, I'm still squeezing some speaking to get up off my chest. Don't toot horn, your hero, lukewarm. If we spar, it'd be so hard to recover my shoehorn from his ass. I just laugh at the masses, I'm flabbergasted. The fact is that we had average so long we lowered the standards. I stand here as a standout act and can't understand how y'all all standing and clap at this rap like it's outstanding. I withstand. Enough. Take this bitch hand in a snuff And I'll book you like promoters that hit your manager up You could be on the floor bleeding If you still acting tough, then yup That's the way you get Timberland up If you acting like you gangster but a white flag waver, huh That's the way you get Timberland up Don't suddenly get hot and start fronting on your block, uh-uh That's the way you get Timberland up If they run up with a drop and you don't come off what you got, then yup That's the way you get Timberland up The problem with this shit you say is y'all just ABC My father's a G, you DA, I reside in the D You ever try to play with me, must be ADD You gon' have to hire AAA just to fly to A3C How could you kill a man who you ain't socially a psychoticist? I wrote this beat on papyrus in the pyramid in BC You gon' see these Timberlands in 3D You gon' be able to smoke the trees <laughs> on the side of these on Yo, we, we got a question, uh, taking it back to the D again. How is Royce looked at within the city? Like, to us, he's like an alien, like, to outsiders. Royce, Royce is revered everywhere, bro. Yeah. Royce, Royce is a monster, man. He's he's well-respected everywhere, man. Everywhere you go, whether it's in the city, outside the city, whether it's in Wisconsin, whether it's in California, yeah. whether it's in Paris, whether it's in Austria, man. It doesn't matter where you go. Everybody knows who Royce the Five Nine is. If you know anything about hip hop, you know Royce Absolutely. the Five Nine, and and you know that he's one of the greatest MCs ever to set foot ever. on this culture. Ever, ever. like you know, you he's he's just well respected, man. Just mm -hmm. being around him is like, you know, it's just like wow, man. You just kind of soak up that energy, you know. Even though I'm not a I'm not a, a MC, man, I still soak up that energy, man. I'm just like, yo, this is. You know, this is dope, man. I still get that way when I'm whenever I'm around Premier or mm -hmm. you know, whenever I'm around Pete. You know, it's just like it doesn't matter how many times I'm around those guys, I still look at them like, holy shit, man, I'm sitting next, you know, it's just these are my idols and these are you know people that I've looked up to all my life and and um the goats, man, you know what I'm saying? And that's how Royce is. Royce Royce is easily one of the goats, man. Yeah. <laughs> no question. That that's why when we saw that picture, I saw you and I saw him, <laughs> and I was like, 
Uh, I, 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 I did. I did one of these. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I was hoping that that we was gonna get one of them, them, uh, them, them uh, seven songs. Not not one of those seven song albums, but one of your seven song albums. You never like, know. You never know. Hey man, yeah. don't do, don't do. My, I don't, I don't know if my, uh, if my, my heart can take it, man. Heaven Studios can't be that far away from you, so yeah, not, not that far away, man. Well, <laughs> fifteen minute drive, man. It's not far away. Man, we we really appreciate you rocking with us. We just got a couple more questions. Oh, man, um, I'm, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> wife and kids. <laughs> yeah, same here. Yo, um, you already know. Uh, Phil, what you got? Hey, man. Uh, Detroit. Like, like for for uh, for a lot of people who aren't unaware, who who aren't into hip hop the way we are, they don't really realize how much talent is in the city. Not only with the beats, um, Jay, of course, Jay Dilla, rest in peace, yourself, but Black MCs, Milk. Black Milk, but M- you you got Royce, who we mentioned, yeah. El Zai, of course, of course, the uh, the guy on Eight Mile, um, he, he's pretty good on the mic too. Um, talk about that, like just in within the city, Guilty Simpson. I mean, there's there's so many people within, you know, the city limits that. No, absolutely, man. I mean, you got like that. That's the thing, man. Everywhere you go, like I said about Royce, man, everywhere you go, people check for Detroit, man. Whenever I'm overseas, everybody's always wondering about Detroit and checking for Detroit MCs, whatever, whatever artists, whenever they put albums out, you know, with the title of, you know, coming from Detroit or representing Detroit, man, people are checking for it, man. It's just, it's kind of a thing that we have, man. We make that type of music and um there's a lot of character here in this city man there's a lot of uh resiliency in this city man and people go through a lot man and they put it on paper and they put it to the beats man and and uh they make just just good good heartfelt music man and it's not fake you know a lot of people make fake music man we make good heartfelt music man that you can relate to and um the mcs are are hungry and the MCs, the artists are 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 talented, man. They're not just some bullshit, man. It's like we have talented MCs, we have talented producers, we have people who really they give their life to this shit, man. And they they this is what they do. This is how they live. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like I don't know, man. You just it's all it's just it's just real, man. When it comes to the music here, man, there's so much to talk about and there's so much to to uh to discuss man and you know i mean it just it, it you named it man you know you, you got the Elzai's, man you got the the black milks man you got the denon porters you got the bronze nazareths you got the nolan the ninjas you got the guilty simpsons you got the red pills you know what i'm saying like you got obviously the royces and the m&ms man and the d12s and you have everybody from every walk of life, man, that comes out of this city, man, it represents this city to the fullest. And nobody, you know, everybody, everybody, nobody half steps, man. That's the thing. Nobody has to half steps. When they, when you put Detroit on it, you can't half step, man. You know, you got to come correct. You got to, you know, you got groups like Slum Village. You got groups like Clear Soul Forces, you know, Detroit City, Coleman Young. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got all kinds of amazing artists that come out of this city, man. It's just... This shit is crazy, man. You got the Invincibles and the Fat Rays, and it's uh, you can just go on for days, man, and days and days about you know 
who comes out of the city and it, it's just it's nuts man you got the boldy jameses man you got the fat cats the big tones the finales you know yeah, the shout, super shout out to ronnie euro yo you got the nick speeds the journalist 103s you got the the paradigms the rose spits come on man i mean like the ty ferris's the marv ones come on man like it's just it's it's you know it for days man for days and days man you can just name people who come out of this city and and spit real shit and make real beats man so hey this is the place for me man this is where hip-hop lives and if that's not enough for you there's motown <laughs> like that kind of that kind of that kind of shuts everything down. Like, like, exactly. Oh yeah, they 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 uh they basically uh ushered in a generation of American music. Yeah, yeah. man, changed the game. Yeah, it, it built it, tore it down, and rebuilt it again. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Uh, yo, that's 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 crazy. That like like as you were naming, I'm thinking like I'm just thinking of songs like one of one of our favorite songs that we would always play on the show um without warning with uh with uh fat cat and elza and it's just it's just so much like so much the slum village joints and you know just um talk talk about a little bit about dilla and like just his impact because like we we've had uh people from germany shout out to uh vanya um from i still love it de who Anytime we have her on, she always talks about Detroit and her time when she, when she, when she, when she comes to the United States, she goes to Detroit. You yeah, know, yeah. like of all, no LA, no New York, Detroit. No, it's like hip hop cats do that, man. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot of regular people come to United States and want to go to New York and LA, and hip hop cats come to Detroit and they want to see what you know yeah. what it, yeah, it, 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 it's exactly. like yo i gotta i gotta see this yeah she's yeah she she um that was her her thing and like one of her most fondest memories she talks about you know being in detroit and you know going to the different places and listening to music so yeah yeah no, i mean no that's my girl man she's good people man um yeah no i mean detroit man it's 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 uh it's just beautiful man that's all i can say man it's just uh you know, I, I don't know, man. It, it's it's Dilla is obviously Dilla has one of the biggest impacts of any producer ever, man. You know what I'm saying? All around the world, you know, not just in Detroit, not just in the United States, but all around the world, man. And Dilla is, I mean, come on, man. It, it is. I can't really say much that hasn't already been said, you know, about about Dilla. You know, he was incredible incredible man he was incredible man he moved he moved in pads like it wasn't even it just, he just did things that like basically i would look at samples certain samples i would listen to and i'd be like nah i wouldn't fuck with that <laughs> he, he would fuck with it and then make it dope you know what i'm saying like this shit that i just be like yo this is there was there's no way i'd fuck with that it's not even my style like i wouldn't even and then not hear what he heard you know what i'm saying and then he'd make it and be like yo this is I, I I can only wish you know I wish I could could have been in the room. I, I've never met him, you know. I've never I've never uh, had him grace my presence, and uh, you know I've, you know rest in peace. Yeah, yeah definitely rest in peace. Uh, big influence. Um, a big uh, another big uh, important person in our growth into from the blogs that we were doing into the podcast and. 
shout out to our, our other heat holders uh dj rick g's and and uh reem who are die hard die hard dilla fans so definitely um definitely rest in peace to jay dilla man such a, such an important part of our culture and music in general man so that can't that can't be stated enough so but uh yes this is tissue in the tape uh we are the heat holders and we are rocking with apollo brown um how many people actually have ever even like i wonder how many people how many listeners out there actually even know or ever experienced even putting tissue in the tape what we ask everybody that hey you're you're good man because because i was i was going i was going to ask you um Remember, I'm 38 years old, man. So yeah, yeah. so you, so you, you, you're cut from that, that same. Uh, absolutely, bro. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. We well, we found at least like from my from my limited research, a lot of the people that listen to our show uh are from our era, and okay. and they have they have some familiarity with it. And um, Ian Planet even told us he's like the reason he even decided to do the interview is because of the name of the show. <laughs> he was like, yo, he's like, I knew y'all was legit because of the name of the show. The homie, Planet Asia. What's up, my man? How you doing? What's good, my G? The tissue and the tape, you feel me? That's right. No it don't get no better than that. Nah, that's that's the essence right there, man. That's where the real ANRs come from. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yes, Check the fly exotic thug shit Street connected, lawfully elected Knowledge the aura, my gangsters to be respected Exclusive everything, allergic to the regular Sky dweller, plain mold, my cellular Seven and a half ounces to bounce And pop up with fly collectibles With a pretty face lifted off the edibles Wine bubbly, the grind's ugly The time is money from blind summarized to blind gunman Spot a goonie like me, you got a good eye Nine out of ten, I'm in line Copping a nine dollar smoothie Respect the elegance, accept the medicine Always kept it a buck, fuck boys can never win Boss players, salute the lane that I'm in Out in Adelaide, they call me Planet Australia All praises to the omnipotent Try to emulate but you not as focused The God has spoke Diamonds Diamonds Diamonds, 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 yeah, sway. Historical blade is portable Y'all lucky I even made this affordable The mural is magical Haters bumping their gums like they snag a tooth This is Michael Jackson, Michelangelo captions Facing the frame on the throne 360 wave queens, both sides of my arms Romance another stone, got you dancing to my poems The visual's ill, we in the future now We born styles with digital quills For reals, diamonds uncut crystals The devil's out to suck the natural resources up Without paying the miners, I'm not a riddler My following considered the coat My catalog consists of more LPs to Sizzler You know the king is rude, I puff a chalice with the elder Cool out and vibe while eating out your bingy fool Shut your mouth, what and chat about Any fraud or squad front on the guard The fam is pulling gats out Diamonds Diamonds 
That's that's my guy, man. Um, hey, <laughs> yo, anchovies, anchovies, man. Um, first of all, I, I am I am a I am a uh, I am a inner uh, fat boy in terms of just food. Anchovies are underrated uh, food. I don't I don't know if you actually eat anchovies. If that was just uh, metaphorically naming the album, no. I the, the whole reason behind anchovies, man, was just, it's one of those things. Like a- anchovies are, it, it, it's a food that's not for everybody, man. Acquired taste. You either love it or you hate it. There's nobody that says, uh, anchovies are okay. I eat them every now and then. They're, no, you either love anchovies or you hate them, bro. And that's the same with this album. It, the album wasn't for everybody. And I knew that to begin with. I wanted to make it anyway, I didn't care. But I knew it wouldn't be for everybody, and it's one of those albums that you either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it, man. And so that's what anchovies, you know, represented. But in, in my anchovies are disgusting, bro. <laughs> I, 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 I figured I figured it was it was uh, more metaphorically because yeah, no, nah, they're disgusting. There, there's, there's like one in a hundred people that that actually eat anchovies, and they're horrible. But like, like for this dude, like prides himself on being like a pizza connoisseur. He'll eat pizza anywhere. Like, why would you deface a nice, fresh pizza with that? Yeah, you messed it up. You just messed. That's like, yeah. put, that's like putting walnuts and brownies, bro. That's like you just messed it. Up. I, I, I agree. I agree with the walnuts. No, and, and it's not like a like a anchovy. Like, oh, I gotta have anchovies or I'm not eating pizza. But I've had it. I had it done at the highest level, and it was. And then I had it again, and it was it was horrible. So it's one of those things that has to be done right. If it's done right, it it, it was it was actually dope. There's no right way, man. <laughs> no right way, bro. <laughs> but oh, but but there is a right way to make a, a great album, and you guys did that with with anchovies and like man, uh, diamonds. Uh, mm. That that is that's theme music. Like 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 Vada tell you like. Like when I'm just doing regular shit, I I I, I play diamonds. Like when I, I'm walking around, the, you know, in Walmart, I you know getting food, you know, teaching my daughter how to do throwing diamonds, and it's just it's just it just feels right. Um, me and my wife, like when we when we chilling, throw diamonds on it. It I mean, and then and then it became we went from diamonds to uh avant-garde to the whole album and it just became almost like for like you know for a few months that was our soundtrack like everything we did revolved around that album and it's still nothing i i I haven't listened to anything more than i've listened to this since you guys dropped it um when we did when we did our what was it by the 200th show yeah when when we talked about our favorite album since we started the show it was that 
Yeah. And so I definitely wanted to, that was when I heard that I was like, I already was trying to get you on the show. I was like, yo, when I heard this, I was like, I told Vod, I was like, we gotta, we gotta get Apollo. Yeah. I, I don't even want to talk to another producer until we get Apollo. <laughs> and, we, and we actually have it. Because yeah. believe it or not. Um, so it, it just, it ended up working out like that. But what's up, man? What was the process with that? Because we talked, we talked to, we talked to Planet and we, we got his, his perspective what from from your and what was your your perspective in, in making that that album um you, you gave us a little bit of the insight but you know. i mean it's really really the same process man my process is usually the same for everything but i mean in that in that for that album it was um it was crazy because he did a he did a a feature for the uh for the dice game album mm-hmm. uh, he was on, he was on that joint with guilty then, simpson yeah, there yeah, yeah. And then he did a he did a feature for me on Grandeur, um, a joint he did with uh, I put him and Westside Gun together on a, on a joint, and uh, Triple Beams, and I just and then I did a remix, not kind of a remix album to to the joint he did with uh, Gensu Dean, um, called Stitched Up, and uh, that was like five songs, and it was kind of like a little five song EP remix type joint, and. I don't know, man. It's just Asia's like one of my favorite MCs over my beats, man. And he's just one of them dudes, man. He has the voice, the delivery, the content. Um, and he just he just knows how to make a good he knows, knows how to make a good song, man. And yeah. you know what I'm saying from 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 beginning to end. And um, he just sound he's that delivery, man. It's just it's the way he's spitting, man. I just I just love it, man. And um especially over those drumless type tracks man and over you know that real dingy dirty type music man and he was perfect for that man he was like the perfect candidate for that man it was just one of those things man and hit him was like yo man let's let's uh let's make this album man it's the same process like yo let's make this album man whatever i'm feeling at the time i'm like yo let's make this album man and you know they they you know he was down he's like yo let's do it man and Got in the studio, knocked it out in about a week, and um, yeah, man, that was—I mean, history. That was it. That was good, man. I mean, honestly, man, with all with all with the stuff I've done, man, I could, you know, God forbid, man, but I could die tomorrow and be happy with with my career, man, and things that I did, and the MCs I've worked with, man, and you know, the artists I've 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 had the uh, privilege to to just just talk to, man, and just um, you know, befriend and and. Um, even just being the presence of man if i retired tomorrow i could retire tomorrow if i if i died tomorrow in a car crash man again god forbid man let me knock on some wood real quick yeah <laughs> but, um, you know i'm happy with my career man and i'm happy with you know the people that i've worked with man it's cool man, we, we definitely appreciate you again uh taking some time to talk to us we're looking forward to uh that release is it uh, october 26th Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Me too. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you guys blessed us with the remix, which which we weren't yeah. expecting. Three fourths yeah, of the slaughter. Yo, that was uh, that was uh, that was nice, man. I enjoyed that. I mm-hmm. enjoyed. Crook, Crook went off, man. Oh my gosh. Yo, he went off. <laughs> yeah. Crook went off, man. That was uh. That was uh, exciting when I when I went to mix that man. I was like, yeah, get Timberland up like uh like Boomside. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that joint was crazy, man. That was a nice little treat. 
yeah, yeah, we, we, had, we had to keep that going, man, and let let y'all get the uh, get the remix too, and you know, let people enjoy that, man, because that was uh, that was definitely a treat. Well, uh, again, um, we, we got reflection out there, we got decisions, we got Timberland up. Um, yeah, I mean, so you heard you heard reflection, you heard decisions. Yeah, I, obviously Timber Timberland up some on some hard, you know, whatever, whatever, but mm-hmm. you no. Know, Reflection is on some grown. Yeah, what it you know, is what it decisions. Obviously, we've all been through it. We've all had to make decisions. Yep. You know, we've all had to choose from right from wrong or, or, or from you know left from right. Whatever, whatever. We had to we had to make decisions, man. That's the type of music I'm talking about, man. That's like to me, that's just grown relatable music, man. That's just something that you know I try kind of strive to make these days, man. I'm just, I don't like being on that bullshit, man, and just making music just to make music, man. I like to make music with a purpose. Well, I mean, there's a market out there for it. We implore, you know, all the artists that, that we're able to talk to, like yourself and, and, and like, you know, the, the MC that you've been uh, working with, to to just let them know, like, there is a market for it. We we like to put our money where, where our mouth is. We, we purchase music still. We tell people, don't ask us for the link. Buy it. You know, yeah. don't just stream it, don't just download it, but also buy it. So, I mean, there is a market for it, and we do appreciate, you know, the, the fact the, that it is available. The take cares if don't nobody else care. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. We, we even like stuff like the Reset Instrumental album, you know, like that, you know, stuff like that is still good to listen to, too. So, we appreciate you. Uh, Phil, before we let Apollo go, uh, one last thing. You, you know what we got to do. I um, mean, we got to, man. Yeah, but but before we do, I I gotta get one one generic radio question. Of course. The that artist that you haven't done the one two thing with, you haven't had that that album with that you that you need to get in the studio. Somebody that you're a fan of, you got ten tracks for him. Who is? Jay Electronic. Ooh, man. Good luck, Chief. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that would be the that would be one of the greatest things. That was a, that, that was an easy question, bro. That, yeah, that, he didn't even hesitate on that. That was like no, he, did, he did not. He, 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 you've been asked that before. Like that's man, that's that's it right there, man. That's for me. Jay Elect, man. I know you listening. <laughs> hey, man, get get in the studio with Apollo Brown. He gonna lace you. He he gonna challenge you. He gonna make you uncomfortable. But y'all gonna make magic. That shit would be oh, amazing. Yeah, nah, that would be beautiful, man. That would be beautiful. But I, I mean, you know, what I'm saying. It, He's not really making music, man. But you know, if he, if he ever gets back into that mode, man, where he just wants to put something together, man, I'm I'm always here. Well, I know I I have a personal choice for for, for myself. The, he he right around the corner. Like I'm I'm sure he's close by, man. If you and Elza ever decide y'all want to, we talk, we talk, we saw each other not too long ago. We talked about. It. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean. That, that woo that that one needs that because I feel like his his skill set your the, skill set the syllable sensei man. Man. the sickest oh man L, L, L is another goat man L is yeah. one of the, he's one of the best to ever do it yeah he's like a prototype MC like when 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 you like like you know how that when they ask you that who if you looked up MC in a dictionary who would you see like I think of like certain people he's one of them like him like Nas like it's certain people that just like are just MCs. Black Thought is one of those people. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, mean, just, I mean, it's like El, Elzai, Nas, Black Thought. You know, that's you, another guy that I would love. Well, like, you know, it, it's just these are these are people that are just like, yo, this is 
Fonte yes. is in there. Fonte, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're incredible with the wordplay. Uh, the, the stuff that comes to mind when they're writing is just like, wow, like, how did you do that? Um, there are things that other people just can't think of, man. You're just like, holy shit, man. You just say that? Like, <laughs> it's just like, they, these people are incredible, man. But yeah, now, now that I got it out the way, Jay Elect, come on, man, let's let's make that happen. Now, now that we got that out the way, it's something that we like to do here that we call tip for tax, and it's it's a very simple. You it's either this or that. We we give you you either gonna say left or you're gonna say right. It's rapid fire, and you know there's no wrong answer. But um, um hey, Vi, Vi, you want to set it off? For sure. Uh, when we're talking about a tribe called Quest, and we're talking about there are two uh, classic albums, of course, that they've put out. If I, if Phil, if I say that I'm taking Low End Theory, what do you say? I'm saying I'm taking Midnight Marauders. Apollo, what you got? Uh, probably Midnight Marauders. Okay. All right. Now, if I say I, I feel like having some works of art with DJ Premier, Vibe, you're going to say instrumentals. So uh, Pete Rock or, or DJ Premier? Uh, anything Premier, man. That's my goat. Right. My goat. It's great small time, man. That's that's my idol. That's my mentor. That's my goat. There it is. No question. But I mean, Pete is the close, a close second, man. Yeah. You know, and Pete's Pete's definitely in the, in that top three. For sure. <clears throat> okay, Phil. All right. So Apollo. Jordan ones or Jordan threes? Oh, threes are the greatest Jordans ever made, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Cement, black cement threes, man. Come on, get out of here, man. That's, ones not. Ones are horrible compared to the threes, man. Get out of here. Oh, man. Threes, threes fours, and sixes, man. No elevens? I mean, they all right, man. They, you know, they, they definitely changed the game, but nah, I'm, I'm, I'm threes, fours, and sixes, man, all day. Three, three is three is. I'm not really. A, I'm not a Jordan dude. I mean, I have those, but I'm a runner. I'm a runner head, man. So Air Max. I'm an Air Max head. Yeah, absolutely, man. Harachi stuff like that, man. I'm not really a Jordan. Gotcha, gotcha. But I definitely own a couple pairs of threes, white threes, black threes, white fours, black fours, and uh, black, you know, bread sixes, man. So they bringing they bringing the fours out again um, next year with the Nike Air on the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. You better already have them. I already have them. I have I have them from 2001. Yes, that man, you speak in my language. I don't wear them though. They're not. They're never. They've never been worn. So they're 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 dead. They're dead stock. All right, all right I got one for you, Paulo. Greatest Sean Kemp moment. Okay. Yep. The dunk on Alston Lister. Alston Lister, where he points at him. Yep. 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 Or when he jammed on Chris Gatlin and Chris Gatlin dapped him up. <laughs> no, no, the quintessential, the quintessential is the point dunk, man. Come on, that, that's that's the one, man. Where he 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 gave him two points, man. That was one. He gave, he gave him these right here. He gave him the Gatlin gun of points. Yeah, but Gatlin Gatlin dapped him up after he dunked on him. Like, yo, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, no. Could, could you imagine if we had social media when that happened? You know, the memes and gifts. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, they already they're already memes and gifts now. But yeah. if you in that moment, yeah, that was crazy. He posterized a lot of people, man. That's oh yeah, he did. Yeah, don't, 
those those two are, the, are some of the ugliest. He but, couldn't even he couldn't even palm a ball. Man. Yeah, I used, yeah, I used yeah, to, he used to couple me. Used to, yeah, yeah. Couple me, but that made the that made the dunk even like harder though. Yeah, because he could like, jump so high. He was like this, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And and oh my god, man. I don't know how boy didn't win no dunk contest. So he got, I think he got jerked in a couple of those. Oh, he did. No question. No question. Um, all right, Phil. We got a couple more before we let Apollo go. What we got? All right, it vibe. If I say uh, the MCs in Queens, you're going to say, man, the, the guys out there in Los Angeles County, man. We're talking, you know, uh, L.A., Long Beach, Compton, Watts, City what, of Watts. Wait, wait, what, what era are we talking though? We're talking our, uh, our era. Is that yeah. really that really matters? That really matters. Yeah, so, no, all right, we'll, we'll put it. We'll put it like this. From uh, Phil, why don't we say from '93 to? 07 for about 24 years that's a very large window bro yeah. it is it is well, I, I mean it, i gotta give it to new york then i gotta give it to these coasts with that man but i mean if you would have said something like 90 to 94 they was kind of neck and neck mm -hmm. uh well, the, reason, the reason why we extended past past that is because you know you, you do have a, a a different lineage that did come um and it, it, it predates like kendrick and yeah yeah staples so you know we kind of kind of do that to just see where I mean, you, got your, you know you definitely got your evidences dilated peoples and stuff like mm -hmm. that you know it's just uh obviously the west coast you know you got your planet asia's yeah grass kansas you know exactly. you definitely have your your west coast mcs that represented you know real real nice in hip-hop but you can't Lakes. you know no. yeah i mean but I mean, I mean the East Coast. Come on, New York kind of. Yeah, you know they got that. No doubt. All right, Phil. One last one before we go. Uh, if I say Big Daddy Kane, Phil, I say I say Cool G Rap. Ooh. Oh, the the. the that wasn't even what I was where I was gonna take it, but we, we will we will um, we will. Say, I was gonna say Rock Kim or or Kane. But Coogee rap is definitely a. Well, I mean, part. hey, look, if you was gonna say Rakim or Kane, I would I would have said Rakim. Rakim was, they was both. Here's the thing, man. It was crazy because both of those MCs, to me, changed the game. They changed the whole dynamic of MCing. So, you know, before that, you had MCs like Curtis Blow, and no disrespect to Curtis Curtis Blow, but it was kind of like to me, it was kind of like clown rap. Like it was like. Like that type of shit. You know what I'm like, but but then you had at the same time, at the very same moment, you had Rakim spitting real like holy shit, man. He was like, he's just coming straight forward at you, man. Like just on some, you know, me and Eric B was cool and at the Palladium seeing an all girl cover. It was just like he would, but the way he spit it was just like, yo, this is, um, yeah. I mean, the same, you know, same with Big Daddy Kane, man. Kane was coming, you know, with, with that real, like, just that real spit, man. And everybody else was on these party tracks, man, and just kind of just bubblegum rapping and weird, weird, like, <laughs> like, I, I just didn't, I, I wasn't feeling that, man. So it was just, you know. I don't know, man. So they, they to, for me, they changed the game, man. They, both of them, they changed the game. And you know, G Rap was doing the same thing, man. It was like they was, it was changing the game. G Rap was, excuse me, but the best to ever do it with a lisp. So 
Yeah. Um, you know, some say Biggie was, but I say G Rap was the best to ever do it with a lisp. Yeah. That's gotta be, gotta be too. Man. Yeah. That can't, that can't be. Nah, not at all, man. Have a speech impediment, bro. Yeah. Come on. And, and he's still nice. Like. Oh, absolutely, man. He, he nice. Like, he nice on every man, every track he get on, man. He nice, yeah, man. This, 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 this on, man. The son of G Rap. With thirty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But, but again, Phil, man, we, we, we definitely have to uh, just, just send a salute out to you, Apollo. Thank you for rocking out with us. Yeah, giving, giving our fans something they definitely were, were looking to, to hear for a while, man. So we'll get this out to them immediately. Yeah, man, definitely thank you for rocking with us. I mean, I know it was a, uh, we had a, we had a small window to operate, and thank you for uh, accommodating. Um, this, this was super dope, man. I'm glad we got a chance to finally make this happen. Yeah, yeah, man. I appreciate y'all having me, Phil. Shut up. We, we see you and Sky out there, uh, you know, crossing the Atlantic a couple times this year. Uh, do you have any plans to do anything stateside? We went over like six times last year, man. It was like, <laughs> we toured that album like crazy, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Legs. yeah like uh, Africa and a couple other places, right? Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, 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 absolutely, man. I'm, I'm, hitting, uh, I'm hitting back over to Europe uh, in December, man, just to on some uh, producer stuff, man. And, um, and then me and uh, me and Joel will be heading back over uh, probably sometime in February, mid February. Uh, we'll start our runs and, and runs with an S. Nice. So that'll be that'll be the first one. We'll, we'll probably hit Europe and uh, and and Russia, and then um, after that, man, we'll we'll figure out what else and where else we're gonna do, you know. And it'll be a few of them, man. We're gonna try to give everybody a little taste. October 26th in stores in digital Everywhere. streaming platforms, Mona Lisa. Everywhere. Ortiz and, and everybody Brown. knows I everybody knows I do I, I do vinyl, man. I definitely do vinyl and I still do CDs, man. CDs are important to me. And they might not be important to some people, man, but CDs are important to me. Most people I know don't have they don't drive a 2019 car, they drive a 2013 or 2012 that still has CD players in it. Fact. So I still got to give those people, you know, a CD. Facts. I do CDs, man. They're important to me. Man. So, you know, and tapes, man. I do tapes too. I do tapes. And, and definitely tell, tell them where they can find where they can find you out in the uh, in the world where they can find your music. Oh man, you can find my music everywhere. You can find me at Apollo Brown on Instagram. You can find me at Apollo Brown on Twitter. You can find me uh, somewhere on Facebook, man. If you know my my government, you might be able to find me. But <laughs> I got an Apollo Brown fan page as well. Um, and um, my music's everywhere, man. My music is everywhere. I mean, just go look for it. Type in the name, and uh, you'll find it. There's certain stuff that, like you know, a couple groups I belong to. The Left, Gas Mask. My name's not on that directly, but I, you know, that's my old group, man. You know, I produced the whole thing, man. So if you see anything called Gas Mask of the Left, that's me. Um, Ugly Heroes, another group of mine. Yep, yep. Check that out. You know, two albums. And, Shout and out to Verbal Kent. Word Red up, Red Pill. Red Pill, yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, you know, just just anything that, that has the name of Paul Brown on it, man. Go check it out. You might like it, you might not, but uh, go 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 check it out. There it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We appreciate you, and uh, hopefully, we can definitely have you on, on again in the near future. Absolutely, man. No, this is a good time, man. I definitely appreciate you having me. Right, and me, no, man. Me, my corny self, man. Everybody gonna listen to us and be like, man, that dude's so corny, man. Listen to the way he talks. 
<laughs> All right, man. If it's me, man, it's not an act. I don't, I don't, I don't try to put on an act for people. So. You know, I'm the corny dude, man. It's all good, man. I still try to make good music for y'all. It's all right. There, there's, there, there's nothing wrong with being uh being corny, man. Especially when you have uh, superhero talent, man. <laughs> no doubt. Uh, thank you, sir. We'll talk to you soon. Absolutely, man. Y'all have a good night. Uh, you, you too. too. So again, filmatic man. We we finally got uh, one of the Infinity Stones in, in, into the into the. That's, that's like the uh, that's like the uh, index finger knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> no man, but uh, salute to you for definitely arranging that as you always do, man. Uh, coming through uh, in the clutch. Um, but yeah, man, just look at that. I mean, from from uh, from Raz to OC to, to Sky a couple times. Um, you know, even Torrey, just uh, his collaborators, and then also the people that he's, he's made these beautiful masterpieces with. Uh, PA, can't forget him as well, Anchovies. Um, so you guys, go, go check that out. So so yeah, man, uh, it was good to, to be able to, to talk to the to the to the guy behind the the sound and you know just get an idea of, of of how he got them to make these pieces of work that stand out so well from their other pieces in their catalog too yeah man and that's crazy to think like because you, you would think the way that the, the the music meshes so well with the artist that he was you know they would tell it me but as we found out no they he doesn't rock to them they rock to him and it's, it's like you know like i have a certain sound that i want to make here's the beats you know let, let's make it happen that that is especially when you hear about artists who might listen to 40 beats to get one song he said you know you get 20 beats and we're going to you know we're going to make 15 tracks out of these. that's yeah. awesome and then most of the albums ended up being like you know 12 to you know 13 so you know there's very little window but they all they all come out so fire and he's in and, and so far him, him and joel are three for three or you know three and a half for three if you count the remix <laughs> you know yeah i'm excited man it's definitely gonna be something yeah yeah i, I definitely have my uh, my order up yeah me too i mean um so yeah man once again uh for this did you really know what live was <laughs> they didn't they didn't uh so uh Yo, we better than y'all, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just keep saying it, yo, because it, it, it's true, man. We, we, we do this this hip hop shit. You know I mean, like, for real. I mean, this 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 not uh this not tabloid news. We are, we are the bars, my nigga. You know what I mean, uh, we appreciate everybody out there listening to us. Uh, please uh, check out War Room Sports, the War Room Thursday, six to eight. Yes, check yes. out check out John Appetit. Yeah, yeah. Check out On the Couch with the Wilsons. You already know. Check out Tallyandtwine.com. Mm-hmm. Get your fresh time pieces. And uh, and most importantly, please respect the tape. All right. Respect key holders. <laughs> check us out too. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend. We we appreciate everybody checking us out. Uh, and on that note, man, Filmatic, take us out with the fader. Okay, gang. Uh, you already know what it is, man. Um, tis the season. You know, it's that time of the year when you get all four sports. So, you know, we we, we, uh, we pigs and shit, pause. 
<laughs> but no, you know what it is, man. Um, he hold the radio, TGIF playlist. Um, we keep bringing you that flavor. We keep bringing you this quality hip hop culture, the music, the beats, the rhymes, the DJs, the MCs, the producers, because we are the torchbearers. This is the home of the MC. Now it is officially the home of the producer. We are the best in the world at what we do. This is tissue and the tape. Work for the money, live for the love, die for what you believe in. But most importantly, always respect the whole door. Yeah. They do hip hop better than you. Oh, this is tissue and the tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby. Mm-mm-mm. Life takes some interesting turns, don't it? It's all good, just can't get off the road. I ain't gonna lie, a lot of this is hard to take. I'm watching them praise the okay and overlook the great. I'm not saying that they ain't straight. I'm just saying that, never mind, no matter what, they gonna turn this shit into hate. So fuck it, let it alone. Headphones dead in a zone like Rick and Michonne. I'm feeling better on my own. Took a sec for me to accept that next time I'm on the road. Won't be no crook, won't be no Royce, won't be no joke. I'm just looking at the Hudson River right now. Sitting on the rocks, feeling like my reflection's life reflection, is it not? Some people board the ferry, other people dock a yacht But the waves keep crashing while a duck's just sit and watch Sometimes I daydream about me sitting at the top I see the clubs going crazy every time my record drop I see plaques on the wall and glass cases for awards that I done got Performing for like a million a pop The truth is, it's like one in a million a pop and the only artists that really get the millions is pop. Being simple is a yes and being skilled is a not. Having substance is lame, using substance is hot. So here I am, still a hottest nigga in my barbershop to get a number one, but not that number one spot. I'm in a weird place, my fans don't expect me on the charts. Guess when you gifted, sometimes you wrap yourself into a box. But still I jot. The way I put words together, a little complex or whatever, but still I jot. I'm just speaking from my heart My bad if I come off smart I'm just trying to jot Down a couple lines And see if y'all like a couple of my rhymes As I, as I jot Four chicken wings fried hard with pork fried rice Egg roll, two duck sauces will suffice Fill my stomach up until it's time to get nice Five cent cups, juice to chase it, a bag of ice And whatever we decided, we gonna sip on that night Pocket full of work so fiends could come and get right Two green, one red dice, you call a point through the weed smoke Hammer underneath coat, that A, B, will lead to see you later When that D, E choke, just leave broke Keep minutes on your cell, a sneaker box to dig in for your bell and a team full of hitters who wouldn't tell want to get it off quicker then don't be stingy on that scale stuff them sandwich bags overpacked at 12 12s be on your four three before they first flip sales that's the pre-music joel a joel he's check writing executives don't really know well i should win a nobel from carrying pieces to guard my prize possessions to peace guard yeah that was marshall in my session now that i think about it bring another bottle to my section let's celebrate that my apartment ain't from section eight 
no more Ain't no more hungry nights Mama, we don't wait no more The first don't hold weight no more I tell that waiter, wait no more I gotta watch my figure Can't put on weight no more Cause if I truly want a shot at the top I gotta drop That's what they said I guess I'll jog before I jive The way I put words together A little complex or whatever But still I jive I'm just speaking from my heart My bad if I come off smart I'm just trying to jive down a couple lines and see if y'all like a couple of my rhymes as I, as I jive, as I jive. There you have it. That all.